Have you ever been in a situation where you hear voices that says, uh, uh, don't do this or don't go here or voices that just brings discouragement uh, or voices that tells you you are not worth enough or you are not good enough? or you can be, or you can become what God says you have to become? Or have you ever heard of people tell you that, oh, you just nothing and you can't be? Well, today on this program, I am going to be sharing with you how to silence the voices, how to silence ungodly voices so that you can step into what God intends you to do in this life. Stay tuned. I'll be right back. Welcome to Kingdom Insight with Dr. Kazumba Charles. This program is designed to help you discover treasures and truth from God's Word and also give you deeper insights and understanding of the character and nature of God. Here is your host, Dr. Kazumba Charles. Silencing ungodly voices is our topic today. Many people today are incapable of doing what God has called them to do because of voices that spoke lies to them or voices that they hear that is ungodly, voices that brings discouragement and voices that tells them they are not capable enough to do anything for the kingdom of God. I remember when we first began ministry, I, had, I was in a situation where I could hear voices that uh, could say, you can't do this. You can't serve God. You can't serve God in this land. You can't uh, do that. And there were people also who spoke those things. You see, the enemy is so craft. The enemy knows how to stop bathing, how to stop you from bathing what God wants you to bath or from what God wants you to do in this life. He brings a voices. Some of these voices are from friends. Some of them are from leaders. Some of them are from people you look up to, maybe. Uh, they may not even know it, but that's how the enemy does. Because if the enemy can use me to discourage you, uh, looking at the position that I have in the community of believers, then it will mean a lot. There are many gifts and many talents and many people that have been stopped from pursuing what God wanted them to pursue simply because somebody spoke words of discouragement. There are people right now, you are listening to me. You wanted to, 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 to begin that business and somebody sowed seeds of fear to say it can't excel because there is that business over there. They do similar things or them they've got too many customers. You hear people say God spoke to them to go and uh, maybe plant a church. I know of a man of God who's given a testimony. When uh, he first uh, heard the voice to go and plant the church, uh, people went to him and told him, you are too young to do that. And uh, secondly, you are not married yet to do that. So you can't plant the church. And the, he almost uh, gave up those plans. He almost gave up those plans of uh, planting the church. What I'm trying to address today is uh, those are voices that have stopped you from starting that business, from serving God, from pursuing the kingdom of God, and from doing what God has called you to do. 
What I want to address today and combat today through the Word of God are those voices that tells you you are not good enough. Those voices that tells you you are just a sinner. Those voices that keeps you in bondage and those voices that keeps you a hold over your life. Today it's a day to break them off of you so that you can thrive and excel with God. Voices that comes to keep you in bondage so that you can't do and become what God has called you. I know you have heard these voices. Voices that tells you you're not good enough. Voices that tells you you, are not, uh, you don't have uh, the money or you don't have the resources to be that. One of the main problems we have done even in our churches today is that we have silenced a lot of people that could be carriers of the fire of God. We've silenced them. We told them to sit down instead of knowing how to build them up, how to, you know, clean up that rough diamond that God had sent to you. We tell them, you're not good enough. You are not articulate enough. You, you, you don't come from a culture or you are not in a circle that uh, clicks with the other group there. Well, that's how the enemy has been able to stop the momentum of what God wants to do for the kingdom of God. Because we need all of us to advance the kingdom of God. We need everybody to, 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 put, to step into their, 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 their position so that we can advance the kingdom of God. Today is the day to silence those voices. Let me begin by telling you a story, a testimony, a true testimony. Uh, as I was at the offices here uh, uh, at our studios, a lady knocked on the door one day and then uh, she rushed into the, the foyer as I, you know, I was just seated on my computer there doing some work. And this lady said to me, she said that she's been hearing voices. And those voices have been telling her to commit suicide, to kill herself. And she also said... Uh, She's been hearing voices to sacrifice her brother. Uh, in essence, to kill her brother, uh, to do a sacrifice. And I told her, I said, that, that is not the voice of God. That is not the voice from God. That is the voice from the pit of hell. That is the voice from the devil. And there are many people that hear voices. Voices to leave their spouses to go and marry somebody else. Voices to indulge in uh, some things that are ungodly or things that they wouldn't want to be involved in. You see, the enemy, if you are not led by the Spirit of God, the enemy will always try to sneak in to lead you to destruction. So today my goal is uh, to help you and I understand how to silence uh, ungodly voices, how to silence those witchcraft voices that you hear, how to silence uh, those uh, voices that have kept you in bondage up to this time, those voices that have uh, decapitated what God wants to do in and with your life. The number one thing that we need to understand is uh, first to lane out to differentiate the voice of God from the voice of man as well as the voice of the enemy. 
So those are three components are very important because uh, sometimes it could be just my voice that I'm healing. And then uh, sometimes it could be the voice of the enemy that you could be healing. And then uh, sometimes you, it could be the voice of God or the voice of the Holy Spirit that is trying to lead you. So how do you differentiate uh, these uh, three voices that we hear? In our next topic, we're going to look at uh, actually those uh, three voices in depth. But here is uh, how it is very crucial to understand and learn how to differentiate the voice of God from the voice of the enemy, as well as uh, your own voice. Because uh, sometimes your own voice will tell you, you can't do this or you can't be that. But God's word says, yes, you can, because God sent Jesus Christ to redeem everything, to redeem all, to redeem everything in our lives. So when we learn how to differentiate God's voices from our own voices or from the voice of the word, then we are setting ourselves in perfect place to hear the voice of God, to let God lead us, to let God lead us to abundancy, to let God lead us to what he's trying to do. So, the question then is, how can a person silence ungodly voices in his or our life? How can you silence those voices? Then the other thing that uh, we want to look at very, uh, very, very deep here is uh, why is uh, healing the voice of God so important, especially in these times uh, that we are living in? Healing the voice of God is crucial. And God has made it available for us to be able to hear the word of God, to be able to hear when he is speaking. And when we are not too sure that it is God who is speaking, we can always turn to the rhema, the written word of God, the word that God has provided to guide us like a GPS, which is the word of God. First off, first of all, uh, uh, let's deal with uh, how a person can hear the voice of God. Because uh, when we learn how to hear the voice of God, then we're going to learn how to tune off other voices that are not of God. Then we're going to learn how to tune off voices that comes to rob you of your destiny and God's plans. Voices that keeps you where you are stagnant without moving forward. So number one is the first to understand that our thoughts are not God's thoughts and our ways are not God's words. For as uh, heaven is higher than the earth, so God's words are higher than our ways, and His thoughts than our thoughts. If we begin there, right there, we're going to know that uh, our thoughts are not God's thoughts. Just because I'm thinking it, it doesn't mean it is uh, God who is giving me those thoughts. Just because I'm desiring it, it doesn't mean it is God giving me those desires. So I want to know God's thoughts. I want to know how God is speaking to me. I want to be in a place where I can hear the voice of God so that I can be able to understand where God wants to take me. That's why Isaiah 55 verse 8 to 9 that I was just uh, quoting there, it says, uh, 
He says what? Our thoughts are not God's thoughts. And our ways are not God's words. Right there, we can pause right there and begin to understand that my thoughts will give me ideas that are not of God. So I need the thoughts of God. I need to understand what God is saying. Now, here is uh, one interesting thing about God is that uh, even though our thoughts are not God's thoughts, God is willing to reveal to us His thoughts and His plans for our lives. Yes, we have our own thoughts and it's not a bad thing. It is good to have those thoughts. It was God who gave us, you know, the ability to think the ability to be able to think. So it is good that God gave us the ability to think, but I want to have the thoughts that are from God so that it can lead me not only to abundancy, to safety, as well as uh, to growth. Amos chapter 4 verse 13. Let's read that. It says, uh, For the Lord is the one who shaped the mountains, steers up the winds, and reveals his thoughts to mankind. So there we have it right there, that God is willing to reveal his thoughts to you concerning your life, concerning your future, concerning your career, concerning everything that he has uh, desires you to do in this life. So God is not holding on. God is not saying, I won't take you to that higher place. He's saying, I want to reveal my thoughts. I want to reveal my thoughts so that you know exactly how I think about you and what I think about you and what I think you should do and what I think you should, you should be able to do. God's desire is to reveal those thoughts. And his thoughts is not saying, you know, I won't reveal to a few, but these thoughts, as Amos chapter 4 verse 13 is telling us, is that uh, for the Lord is the one who shaped the mountains, steers up the winds, and reveals his thoughts to mankind. How I pray that God would reveal his thoughts to you. How I pray that God would reveal his thoughts concerning your life today as you're listening to this program. How I pray that you'll be able to catch the thoughts of God as we share this program, you know, this word to you today. It is when I began to understand God's thinking or God's thoughts for me that is what changed my life because I had moments where people had to discourage me. I had moments where people pulled back away. They never wanted to support nothing that God had called us to do. I had moments where I wanted to give up. Let's go to Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 because we begin to see that. Yes, we're going to go to the deeper level of uh, what fasting does and, and the sitting in the presence of God, what it does for us. Uh, uh, and now God through that will reveal the direction, will reveal where we need to go. 
But through the Word of God, we can see right away God's thoughts for you, God's thoughts for your life, God's thoughts for what you are to be and to become. Jeremiah 29 verse 11 says this, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, or to give you a future and a hope. It's important to hear the voice of God because God is the only one who knows your future and His plans for you are good and full of hope, full of fulfillment, and full of a bright future. Hallelujah. Man's thoughts for you are gathered from the ability to see you, your, to see your weaknesses, to see what you are incapable of doing, and to see what you can't do. That's how man thinks about you. Whenever man looks at you, they are looking at what you can't do, what you are not good at, how you fail, and all these things. But when God looks at you, he is looking to you, to, at you the same way he looked at Jeremiah. He says, uh, I know the plans I have for you. These are not plans for you to fail. These are not plans for you to remain in bondage. These are no plans for you to remain in sin. These are no plans for you to remain an alcoholic. These are no plans for you to remain in, addic you know, in addiction. These are plans to do what the Lord says. They are plans for good. Everything good that comes from heaven. Everything good that God created. He says uh, they are plans for good and not for disaster. God does not plan for you to fail. God does no plan for you to have a disaster. God plans for you to thrive and excel. That's why it is important to hear the voice of God. When you are at crossroads, don't go looking for this and looking for that. Seek the Word of God. Retain to the Word of God and you will see what God thinks when you are at crossroads. And I feel in my spirit, as you are watching this program, you are at a crossroad. You don't know where to turn. You don't know where to go. You don't have to go straight or to turn back. But I'm telling you this. Remember, God's plans for you are only good and not for a disaster. And then it continues. It says, I and, and to give you a future and a hope. God wants to give you a future, a bright future. Imagine when God, imagine God gives you a future. Imagine God himself gives you a future. That is a bright future. There can never be any beautiful future than the future that is given to you by the creator of the universe. The sea and all that is in them, which is Yahweh Adonai. So when God gives you a future, he is giving you a bright future. And that is how he thinks then for you. And uh, that's how he thinks to do for you. He thinks because I'm giving you a bright future, then guess what God does? He will correct you. He will tell you to repent. He will tell you don't go here. Don't do this. Draw near to me. Why? Because God wants to give you a bright future. Hallelujah.
You see, God doesn't want just us to be like a perfect people, if, 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 if you like, or just people that are just religious going to the house of the Lord. That is not God's intention. God's intention is for you to have a fellowship and relationship with him, for you to know him. Why? Because he's taking you to a brighter future. He wants to take you to a good place. He wants you to have a future that surpasses anything that you have ever seen here on earth. And here is the other thing. The devil gives a future, but it is limited. And in that future he gives, there is no happiness. There is no joy. But when God gives you a future, he gives it with a joy. He gives it with a riches. He gives it with happiness. That's why the Bible declares the, the blessings of the Lord are without sorrow. Because he is the master at giving us a future that is brighter. I'm thankful that God took me from wherever I was in life to give me a future to live with him, to proclaim the good news and to teach the word of God around the world. I'm so thankful because before my future was in alcohol. My future was in sin. My future was in death. But God gave me a bright future of living with him. What a privilege. What an honor to walk with God. What an honor to serve God. What an honor to walk with God. And not, not only that, to, what an honor for God to desire to dwell in this perfect body by the way of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So one thing the enemy doesn't want God's people to know or to hear is actually the voice of God. So the devil doesn't want you to hear the voice of God. Why? Because he knows when you discover the voice of God, you're going to discover your confidence. You're going to discover your hope. You're going to discover your desires. You're going to discover a path. Listen, it's like a, a person is walking in darkness and then in darkness and then all of a sudden they see a path where they couldn't see and the bright light that's what happens when God begins to speak to us when we are able to hear the voice of God and I hear in this season that God wants you to hear his voice you are thinking of uh, what to do with your life. You are thinking of uh, where to go, be it in the university or what to pursue. Listen, when you come to the word of God, God will whisper to you exactly what to do and where to be. Um, the voice of God not only will, 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 will it lead you to your future and give you hope, but it will also lead you to walk in the power of God. So this is the greater thing about the voice of God. This is the greatest thing about the voice of God. Not only is it going to lead you to your future, it gives you the power to walk to your future. Hallelujah. When you hear the voice of God, God says, uh, I'm calling you right now. I am calling you right now to go this place. That means he's going to empower you to go to that place. Remember how he called Moses to lead the children of Israel? And he actually empowered Moses all along the way. He empowered him with the spirit of God. He empowered him with the anointing of God. That is what God is capable of doing. God, when he reveals his future for you, 
you, he is also empowering you. That means his power of the Holy Spirit is going to be with you wherever you go. I love that God would come and empower us to be what he wants us to be. How does God speak? God speaks in different words. He's speaking to you right now through the word coming under the voice, under, under my voice. He speaks to us through his word by us reading the word of God. You reading the word of God in prayer, you hear that God will speak to you. We'll, we'll talk about that. But I want you to know as John 10, 27, we're going to end with this. John 10 verse 27 to 28. My sheep listen to my voice. And I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish. No one can snatch them away from me. That is a very powerful scripture right there Jesus was sharing here. He says, uh, those who are for me, those who are with me, those who I have, those who are my sheep, those who are under my guidance, those who are under my protection, they hear my voice. Why? Because they have spent time with him. They've spent time with the shepherd who is Jesus Christ. So he says, my sheep listen to my voice and I know them which means he is able to recognize their voice. For example, I have uh, kids, I have uh, my, my two-year-old, and uh, I, I am able, even if she's not in the room there, even if she's not where, you know, where I am, I can hear the voice when she's talking. I can hear her because that is my daughter, and I know her voice, and uh, she knows my voice as well. This is my dad. I may be coming in the house, she's upstairs she just hear the voice guess what she says daddy daddy because she can hear the voice of daddy and daddy is able to recognize the voice of our daughter here is what I want to say here you see, God, when you are in God, and when you are with God, and when you spend time in God, God is able to hear your voice. That's why the Bible says He is able to hear our cry, and He answers us even when we cry out to Him. That is how God is. God wants you to know that He hears your voice. He hears your voice. He knows your voice. He knows when you call to Him. The Bible says he answers. Why? Because he's a father who knows when you are crying out. That's why don't stop crying out to God. Don't stop calling out to God. Don't stop crying. Jeremiah 33 verse 3 says what? Call unto me in times of trouble and I will answer thee and show thee the greater and mighty things. Why is he able to hear when you are crying out to God? Why is God able to hear when you are crying out to him? Because you are his child and he has a plans to prosper you, plans to give you your hope, and plans to raise you up, to flourish with Him, and to do incredible things. That is what our God does. So in this series we're doing here on, uh, on uh, silencing ungodly voices, I want you to know, first, you have to learn how to hear the voice of God, because God hears you when you cry. God knows your voice. Uh, that is 
just a beautiful to understand that my God knows my voice. That's why when you cry, he watches those tears, he sees those tears, and he wants to come and do what, and he wants to come and deliver you. He wants to come and provide for you. Don't you ever stop speaking to God. Don't you ever stop crying out to God because God hears your voice as his child. We're going to end with this here. We are living at a time where there is a lot of voices trying to influence our lives and our destiny. Remember this. Any voice that you hear tries to influence your destiny and tries to influence your life. That's why it's important to hear nothing but the voice of God. That's why the word of God is so important. You understand these voices can lead you away from God and can lead you away from your destiny. So as we look at the silencing uh, these ungodly voices, number one is uh, we want to first know when God is speaking. When God is speaking, how do I respond? When God is speaking to me, how do I differentiate my voice to the, my, my own voice? When God is saying things to lead me to the future and things to lead me to the hope or unexpected end, how do I hear the voice of God? We're going to continue on this uh, series. Uh, tune in again next week as we continue on uh, silencing ungodly voices and uh, discovering the voice of God so that you can be all that God created you to be. It's a season for you to hear the voice of God. It's a season for you to silence ungodly voices. It's a season for you to walk with God and to work with God and for God to lead you to the streams of living water so that you can be abundant in your faith as well as in your natural realm. Join us again next week as we continue in this program. Until then, God bless you. Shalom. Thank you for watching Kingdom Insight. Dr. Kazumba Charles has written some powerful and insightful books that will help you discover treasures and truth of God's Word and also give you a deeper understanding of the unchanging character of God. For a love gift of $20, our office will send you one of the following books written by Dr. Kazumba Charles. The Parables of the Kingdom, Revisiting the Foundations, The Weapon of Forgiveness, or Discovering the Power of God in You please go to www.kazumbacharles.org to give your love gift. Your love gift will enable Dr. Kazumba Charles to continue to preach the good news of the kingdom. Thank you for your generosity.